Oh, really? As we talk? I mean, I don't think as we talk. I think afterwards, no. I think it's supposed to. But all right, here we go. Podcast intro now. Welcome to episode. Uh, I knew it. I knew you were gonna. <laughs> I, I have no. There's a. There's a. Infinite symbol. Is it infinite uh-huh. or infinity symbol? Infinite. I mean, inf- infinity. Uh, I think. Or, technically. or what is it? Is it even called that? It's probably, uh, it's probably a it, word for it. I mean, shit. The fucking mathematicians probably have like some specific infinite weird word symbol. Infinity symbol. Infinity right. symbol. Because it means infinity. Okay. Okay, I guess there's not... Oh, the figure is called a limniscate. Oh, I knew it. I knew it have some fucking random-ass word none of us ain't ever heard of. It's probably off of Greek. Wait. Latin. Latin. It's probably Latin. Um, anyways. Oh man. Uh what's going on? What's happening? Not much, man. Yeah? You guys uh you have did you watch more of that Squid Games? I started it so I could talk about it if you want to talk about it. I'm kinda surprised you <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like a subtle indication that you're not you're not loving it. No, I don't I don't mind it. I mean, it's Yeah. I, um I don't I mean It's just, you know, I mean, it's it's a I mean, outside of there being like debt. I mean, like it's not it's Hunger Games, Battle Royale. I mean, it's just like you know, I mean, it's just a survival running man. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I mean, it's sort of, it's yeah, exactly. Like it's, it feels both fresh and utterly derivative in some ways. Like, um, you know, it's, it kind of reminds me of, uh, Japanese game shows that we've seen gifts of where they put people through, you know, almost mentally damaging (laughs) exercises you know it's kind of the classic what you know what what if we made people play games how far can we push them with with the you know and it's got some commentary i mean ultimately i didn't i mean i watched part of a trailer after it blew the fuck up on over on everything and i was like okay yeah i'm into this hell yeah you know um and what part of that trailer did not prepare me for the first two episodes of the show. So I'll just say, how far did you watch? I've watched at least four episodes. Okay. So we've watched three episodes. Um, so we'll just say spoilers for the first three episodes. So of Squid did, Game. You, did you, does that make it to the second game? Yes. 
So. Yeah, that second, I was all like, this is a game? <laughs> like, Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to like a little bit of the, like the, the, you know, the difference in cultures. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so when I watched that trailer, I was like, oh, this is fucking nuts. And I was expecting, I, I mean, I didn't know if it, it was a movie at first. And then I saw, oh, it's a TV series. Okay. Um, and my, my initial reaction was, boy, this sh- show is moving slow. Like it takes a good long while to get to the first game. And, and I will say that perception, you know, is based on me not expecting to need to care a whole lot about these people <laughs> because, you know, we're going to get to these death games or whatever, uh, you know, and, and, and through that we will start to learn about these people. And instead they want you to like, especially in the first episode, they're like, Hey, spend time with this piece of shit for like <laughs> 30 to 40 minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You did like, you, like you did not care. You don't care about that guy. Yeah. At the begin- I mean, at least at the beginning well, of it. I mean, like you're just like, this guy is an that's asshole. What, <laughs> that's what's kind of fucked. It's funny. You say that like, at least at the beginning, but yeah, exactly. Like they make it real clear up front that this dude is despicable. And also effectively the main character. And then as the episodes have gone on, it's like they're, they want you to start kind of rooting for him or caring about him based on some of the things. Like there's a part where he comes home and he like feeds this stray cat. Um, you, they, 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 they attempt to make him a sympathetic character. And then in the second episode, uh his his mom's in the hospital because she has diabetes and her fucking feet like may have to be amputated and she and you know he goes to see her you know so it's like oh he cares you know but then you fi- she she leaves the hospital because she can't afford surgery and he's like well just use insurance and she's like, you fucking, she didn't say you fucking, but you know, she's like, you canceled our, our insurance policy so that you would gamble. So again, it's like, yeah, don't forget this guy's a piece of shit, you know? <laughs> so, um, so it takes a while to get to that first game. You know, these are hour long episodes and I just, I just feel like the show, it kind of reminds me of watching an anime like Dragon Ball Z, it kind of reminds me of the, the the trope about Dragon Ball Z, where you know an episode you get you get like an hour of them floating around, looking at each other, making like uh, noises, you know, for every five minutes of actual fighting or you know plot moving forward. It's just it's a lot of and and again, like I guess I guess if I cared more about these people, um. Maybe I would be like, no, that's 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 part of the good stuff. But I just they have not they have not written out enough of these characters to make me like really care. I am invested in what happens to them ultimately because of because of things going on. And I would and the and the thing that really so we were like, okay, that was interesting with the first game, and then you know going into the second episode, it's like okay they're going to play another game now. And uh, no, they don't, they don't play a fucking game in the second episode. It's just this very drawn out, like the, 
the show drawn out is the best phrase I could use for this show. I'm going to, I get the feeling I'm going to get to the end of the series, which is like nine episodes. And I'm, I'm going to say that would have worked better as like five or six episodes. Um, just to put a, a, a point on that, uh, put a fine point on that. When they, you know, they're, they're, they have this in the second episode, they have this long drawn out thing where it's like, okay, uh, you know, people are like, please, I want to leave. I want to go home. And they're like, remember, the first rule is players are not allowed to stop playing, uh, you know, and then they get down to someone saying like, but, but if we all agree that to stop, then we can stop. And they're like, yes, that's true. Let's have a vote. And then we have this drawn out sequence where we have to have everybody uh, stand on one side and we have to watch every single, not every single, but like all these people decide what they're going to vote on. And then we get to the old man at the end and he's got, he's the deciding vote of course. And he, I swear to God, it's like a three minute sequence before he presses the fucking button. So it's just like, it's a lot tension without enough payoff for all that tension. So um, you get to episode three, finally, um, and they have another game. And that's the one you were talking about where like you don't really understand the game, but I apologize. You were you were about to make a point off of well, it's just something I was saying. It doesn't like they don't even really like. I, I hope you get to find out like why it's even happening because like the first I think during the first game it was just one guy watching. <laughs> yeah, one guy watching. <laughs> like I was making jokes that like he sits down and you hear a zip. Like he's just like whacking off to watching these people because he does. He like pulls out some, he pulls out like a a, a fine liqueur uh, to drink. And then you've got all these, yeah, you got all these masked uh, people running it. And, you know, obviously big questions like who the fuck are these people? Where do they get their money from? Um, And, and I get the impression, you know, they we're getting, we're getting some of the behind the scenes with the, the the police officer that followed his way in and went undercover. Uh, and it kind of blows my mind that no one has noticed that that guy doesn't belong there. Cause there are, he's, he's kind of fumbled around. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to find out. I don't know how satisfying that answer is going to be. Um, and you know, it's, it's extremely engaging, right? Like it's, I think it's why it's so popular because, you know, these people are, playing life and death kids games. We want to see where it goes. And, and I, I told Jennifer, I think, uh, uh, I think another big piece of why it's popular is after parasite was a global phenomenon. um, And parasite at its core is a discussion of the haves and the have nots. You know, it's about the, the, the class structure and, you know, the rich people versus poor people and how that's all interconnected. And that was, it was a, brilliant movie and i think because of that what you have are these repercussions of like because like this guy the guy that uh wrote this was trying to get it made for like 10 years nobody wanted anything to do with it so i you know when something's popular it's a lot easier to get things greenlit that are similar and this has it's this is a thing from korea that has class structure at the core of it you know the haves and the have-nots 
Um, so I think I think that's why we're getting it. I think that's why people are glomming onto it. Um, so Jennifer is is much more into it at this point than I am. She was also having the same issues, but episode but by episode three, she was like, "I am so fucking into this," and like, "Yeah, I want to see the end. I want I want to see it through. I'm just not as optimistic that it will have." A sad that it will have satisfying answers and a satisfying conclusion. Okay. I think it's I think it's a lot of I think it's a lot of premise so far without a lot of substance. But the premise is pretty good. Hell, I watched several seasons of The Walking Dead on Netflix because. <laughs> A show that threatens to kill any of its characters at any time is a show that I'm instantly going to be more interested in because of all the fiction we have consumed where main characters just have plot armor on and you know nothing's going to happen to them ultimately. <laughs> would you have been... How would you have felt if they would have killed off that that character in the first episode? The main character? Yeah. Oh, I would have been way more into it. Not not because not because I don't like that character, but because that is that is bold writing to put a character front and center of an episode to ostensibly make him the 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 main character. Right. I can't say protagonist because he's not a likable. You know, he ain't no hero, so he's not a protagonist per se. But he is the main character, and then to like, especially like if he had gotten like almost to the end, and then he just barely died i think that would have been like i would have been like oh that's that is a stroke of genius you know to do that misdirect and then we would have gone on with all the other characters i like that they're opening up to other characters you know we're getting to know some of these other characters there there's other mysteries like there is a there is a character that as far as i remember we have not interacted with before in the third episode that seems to have someone on the inside and is getting uh, clues and is getting helped out. I'm interested to see where that goes. Okay. And then on my own, um, so I have watched, you know, you and I, Matt, we watched Dragon Ball Z way back in the day. Uh-huh. Um, I have watched many episodes of Naruto. I've watched many episodes of Bleach. These are all anime. I've watched many episodes of one piece and these are all not just Shonen. anime but exactly they are they are what are kind of known by less casual anime people as like shonen jump animes because uh shonen jump is a japanese um periodical it's like it's like it's like those magazines back in the day that would have like all kinds of stuff in them. And one of them would be like little short comics, you know, like bits and pieces of stories that kind of continue within that magazine. Um, and so all of that said is that because I have a lot of fondness and nostalgia for those kinds of shows, I, I get the craving to watch one and the, the shonen show du jour of the last few years is my hero academia. And so now that there are several seasons and several episodes, because, you know, I, I, I prefer to watch a TV show when at least the season is done. Even better if the whole thing is done. Uh, anime is even shown in anime is even more that way because so little happens in an episode. Uh, 
those those shows are generally fairly stretched out. So now that it's been going on for like five years, I don't even know how long I, I decided to uh, dig into that. I think I'm on like episode 39. Is this anything that you do you know anything about this show, Matt? What was it again? Sorry, my hero. My oh, yeah, hero. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on season three of that or four. Oh, okay. I'm kind of so waiting are... for the dub stuff, I think, to come out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, I signed up. I've had a off and on Crunchyroll account. I'll just yeah. I've, I turned it's turned on that on. Is it really? Yeah. And sub. Yeah. Huh. I mean, all the episodes come out first on subbed on Hulu, and then you got to wait a while, and then they'll come out dubbed. Okay. Hmm. Um, well, so I, I don't even know. I don't even know what seasons there are. It doesn't really keep up with seasons. Yeah. It's good though. Um, yeah, I was, uh, Oof, I'm into it. I'm wow. into it. I'm, I'm, I'm still watching it. It's not as I was expecting it to grab me and I was going to just like eat it like fucking popcorn. <laughs> Because that's how I was with like original Naruto and Bleach and even One Piece at one point. Although I, I checked out at One Piece so long ago. And now that I think there's like, I don't know if there's like 2000 episodes of that fucking show. It's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. So the show for anybody that doesn't know um, is set in a world where one day. Um, people started being born with what they call quirks. Uh, weirdly enough, it's not like <laughs> 80% of people are born with quirks. It ends up being relevant to the story. So I guess I do understand, but it's kind of weird that they made it that like, they didn't make it like, Oh, you got a 50, 50 shot of being born with the quirk. And then you could have an interesting story about what it's like to live in a world, you know, where half the people have some kind of, random superpower as it were and half the people don't but said it's 80 percent um and it's not 100 percent but uh and the quirks are like it's it's a real grab bag which i kind of like you know my favorite superhero uh superheroes are x-men like that's that's been my favorite comic book superhero characters is the x-men and one of the reasons i like the x-men is because your mutant power can be anything from you know, shooting lasers out of your eyes uncontrollably, you know, to, to your bones grow out of your body at a, an amazing rate. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean you're a super badass. And in, and accordingly in the show, um, you know, you can have a quirk where you can like make and control fire, or you might have a quirk where you just can see really well, <laughs> Uh, and and the the show gets into the interesting, you know, delineations of that. Uh, the main character is a is a character who is basically a, a superhero fanboy. I should say that these these quirk people, like if you're good enough, you can enter a superhero school, and then you can become a licensed superhero, which is like license is kind of weird um, the way they they do all that. They're not vigilantes, and I, and I get the feeling we're going to get into that at some point. Um, the fact that like everything that the superheroes do is, is, uh, is, is mandated and ha- has to fall into certain rule sets, which hasn't really come up yet, but um, we'll see how that goes. So, so the main character does not have a quirk, but he is a huge fanboy of the, the, the heroes. 
and he like is bound and determined to get into this super special hero academy. It's like the I don't know if it's the hero academy or like the best hero academy. Um along with this other kid in his class who like is actually has like a really good quirk. He can make explosions happen um pretty much at will and the the other guy is a douchebag and you quickly realize that like he starts out as a bully um but you quickly realize that it's it's going to be the the Vegeta character, you know, <laughs> the 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 asshole who thinks he's better and has like a greater purpose um and the main character who has no quirk i should say uh in this world the most popular strongest superhero is all is this character named all might and his quirk they just <laughs> the way this show works is really well it's quirky because like the, sometimes the quirks are straightforward things like, you know, the guy could make explosions. Sometimes the quirk are, uh, what was it? Um, I'm trying to think of one of the weirder ones. Like, there's this kid that uh, grows these purple balls on his head and he can throw them and anything they stick to, they remain stuck to and, and you can't, like, unstick them. That's his fucking weird quirk. So... This character, All Might, he's basically the Superman of the world. He his quirk is some is called One for All, and pretty much he's just like super super fast, super strong, can jump really fucking far and high. He's just you know he's he's the best, and so the um, I feel like I'm rattling on explaining the premise of the show, but basically, <laughs> uh, the main character Midori ends up getting like a piece of All Might's power. Uh, and you find out that that power is like passed down from person to person. And so he is presumably going to be the next all might, but he's so, you know, he's quirkless and he's so weak effectively compared to this power that he can't use it without hurting himself. And so that is the premise of the show so far. And he has, he was able to get into this super special Academy that he wanted to go to. And now you've got this cast of classmates that all have, you know, different weird quirks and, you know, you kind of get to know these characters and, you know, otherwise if you, if you've watched, I was going to say, if you've watched a DBZ, it's not, it's more like Naruto. If it's like anything, cause Naruto was a show about young kids who are all trying to be ninjas and get better. Um, you know, they go to ninja school. Um, and, and I would say it's directly comparable to Naruto in a lot of ways. Um, but you know, I don't. I don't know what I would. The reason you watch the show like this is because of like the animation. For me, it's the interesting different characters and all their different quirks. the The writing is not super stellar. the The plot is somewhat interesting, but it's not the. You know, it's 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 not exactly full of twists and turns. Um, and. It's difficult, uh, you know, in the year of 2021, like, because the show is also kind of, it's pretty horny. Um, it, it, it is the kind of the worst, well, not the worst, but it, when people, so if you don't watch anime and one of your reasons is uh, because the women are all scantily clad and there's like, it's, it's, it's it, because anime is a little too um, like sexistly horny for you. The show is just more of that. And it's kind of disappointing in that way. Like these characters are supposed to be 15 years old 
And within the first few episodes, when they get to the Academy, they all pick out their, or they all pick out or are given superhero outfits. And there's like one character, this one girl has like big, big breasts and she has this outfit that is like super skimpy and like cuts down the middle. And then the, the weird little kid that can throw balls is like a total pervert. He's like a master Roshi type character where he just like wants to see naked women, you know, and there's just a lot of scenes based on like the jokes, uh, well, based around the objectification of women effectively. So, you know, that, that is still prevalent in this kind of anime, um, which is a bummer, but you know, you kind of, it's not just constantly and all the time. So you kind of just, just feels like part and parcel. Although I, I don't remember it being any characters like this in, or, or it being this bad in say Naruto or bleach that I recall. Um, so yeah, I I'm enjoying it. It's I'm going to stick with it. Uh, I want to see where it goes. Um, I, I wish I was liking it more. I, I, I feel like I'm constantly trying to find another anime that I really like because I like, I think I like anime still, you know? Oh, I'm going to say, I think the girl that you're talking about that's scanning clad is because her ability is she produces things out of her body. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right. But it's, it's the kind of thing where like, yeah, there's a reason for it, but at the end of the day, you know, it's it's a contrived reason so that she can be scantily clad is is the way I antis- I I perceive that character. It's like there was a character in Metal Gear Solid Five. As far as I remember, the only woman woman in the whole fucking game, and she has to wear uh, a bikini and a fishnet outfit because she breathes through her skin. So there's a reason for it, but ultimately at the end of the day, that's, that's good storytelling, Justin. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Tell me, you tell me, you tell me somebody else that has written such a compelling character. (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely uh, a good reason for uh, a a cinematic in that uh, game at one point where she takes a shower uh, and in the shower basically does a stripper dance. Like, so, you know, I, I, if that kind of thing turns you off, I can't recommend My Hero Academia. Uh, if, um, you know, you're into like, it's, a, it's, it's an well, action I anime. I must um, say there's not, there's not that. I mean, it's it there, it's there, but it's not like, and it comes up like, not, at, I would say every other, maybe every third episode it comes up. Yeah. And and I this mean, character not... who's a pervert, like if you see him on screen, he is going to make some sort of preferred perverted Maybe remark or whatever. Maybe we can see them swimming. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there's some other, you know, so I don't want to dwell on that too much. Um, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll stick with it. Uh, looks like I've got like eighty more episodes before I get caught <laughs> up, and then I'll stop watching it until it's completed, probably. <laughs> Because I, I just can't, I just can't well, I don't hang think, with it. Uh, did Naruto ever end? Aren't they technically like, no? So aren't they Naruto, all grown up now and they have their own kids and stuff now? And the, yes, so Naruto I would compare to Dragon Ball Z. So you had Dragon Ball, which was a series, and that and Dragon Ball ended, and then a few years later, or maybe immediately, I don't even remember, they started Dragon Ball Z after they 
time jumped and then Dragon Ball Z went on for a long time. And then years later they started up Dragon or, or maybe immediately they started Dragon Ball GT and then that ended in the 90s and then Dragon Ball years later got so it was so popular that they started making new Dragon Ball again. As far as I can tell, there is a col- there is a Goku with a different color hair for every color in the goddamn rainbow at this point. I don't know if you you keep up with that at all. I don't, have you seen like blue well, hair Goku and white hair yeah. Goku and Yeah, he's a he's a god now. Yeah, I guess you know, yeah, is that what they call him like god Goku or something? Yeah. I don't know who can keep up with that at this point. So, yeah. So, and Naruto was the same way. Like they they had the original Naruto and then that ended and then they did like a 5-year time jump and then there was Naruto Shippuden. What was, what was the plot of Naruto? The the plot he was he like the the kid was like supposedly like a demon hybrid thing right or something yes so uh the the basically at, at some point in the past of that show he was like so a Harry Potter Nuru, story right or something Nuru, like kind of yes 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 kind of uh uh naruto is a world where uh, based on like ninja villages where like every village is full of ninjas and almost everyone is a ninja to some level or not and they're all uh split up by clans and so naruto starts naruto is this kid who like years before the the great hokage like the leader of the the village that he was from like sealed a giant nine tails demon into this baby um, who I think we find out is like the son of one of the other Hokages. So yeah, that's, and so part of that story is him. Like he gets power from this thing. Eventually, you know, it's cause that's the thing is like every, every one of these Shonen jump shows and you, you know, the main character eventually like continually gets more and more powerful until eventually at some point he's like the most powerful character. And then he has to get more powerful. <laughs> So anyway, that's, that's pretty much what I've been doing. I haven't like started a new video game or anything. Uh, I had my, uh, my brother-in-law, my sister in town last week. So they doing all right. Yeah. Doing okay. Okay. All right. It's good to see them have them in town, you know? Yeah. You know, it is. I do know how it it is. Um, all right. Uh, well, I'll talk about my uh, shop Goodwill extravaganza here. Oh yeah, you never tweeted about this. What did you? Is there a reason well, you didn't? You don't want to give up your secrets, you know. <laughs> you know. So I'm only aware of one big find. Well, that's I it. Know. So okay. So we're gonna start off with. Hmm. Uh, I, I started watching some videos on on YouTube about people buying stuff off off Goodwill and like some people hit, some people miss. I want to stop you there because when you sent me the, uh, the the text, I I at that point learned that Goodwill apparently operates like an eBay type yeah. thing now. Shop shopgoodwill.com is their auction site. Which is really smart uh, because instead of like taking stuff from your local, like, you know, from just like a little Goodwill down the street and those people being like, whatever, we'll put this up for $5, you know, and it's actually worth $2,500. It, it makes sense to put some, some things like, say, 
an old Magic the Gathering collection <laughs> yeah. up for auction to get as much money as possible. So anyway. Well, it's like each Goodwill has their, or like, I guess maybe a designated Goodwill or something. I don't know. A, a lot of Goodwills are online. Uh, one oh. here in Little Rock is online. Um, a whole and when you say online, does that mean that they list everything that they have in stock? I don't think they list everything, but they list, I, I think they curate. They know what, it, what some stuff is going to sell worth, you know, like, so like, mm. supposedly I've been, uh, our friend David, he told me that all, all magic stuff gets put online. Like it doesn't ever hit one of the stores. I see. Like okay. everything gets curated to this one area and then they list it online. Okay. Um, so and by magic, you're referring to magic, the gathering, magic, the gathering cards. Yeah. So I started watching some videos on YouTube of people buy magic, the gathering collections. Uh, cause what they'll do is they'll post like four or five pictures usually of like a lot of cards and you kind of just got to like look at the pictures and then kind of gauge what you think that that might consist of. It's pretty much, uh, I'm fucking blanking on the name of that show. Um, storage wars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like so, you gotta like, you're kind of like looking at it like, Oh yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a visions sealed deck. That's going to have some old yeah. cards in it. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of got to kind of gauge and stuff. So I had tried a couple of them and I, I did not do well. I probably lost like a hundred bucks out of the f- first two or three that I did total. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw one auction. What, uh, what, what were you, I'm just, I'm curious, like uh, when you, when you strike out, what are you like coming across? Like a, a bunch of lands or just a bunch of commons and uncommon, you know, you commons, don't hit rares okay. and stuff. Right. I mean, like you feel like you look at it and you go, okay, well if like I bought some ones that look like they were trying to build a set of cards and I was like, okay, well if they have these cards in there, then I'll make my money back on this. So I'll just like, you know, I'll bid this amount. So, right. and then it doesn't pan out or something like that. Card's not in there. Sure. Some of the cards aren't in there. So anyways, like I did that for about two or three auctions and I, I was probably down maybe like a hundred bucks or so. I don't know. And then I saw, I come across this one auction that had like, um, that had, it showed like, uh, an Exodus or Tempest starter deck box. And they, they opened up the picture just enough to where like, or they opened up and showed like there was a survival of the fittest in this deck box with a bunch of other cards. And I was like, Oh mm. shit. And like, I was like, okay, well let me see. And you can click on the auction and see who's selling it. And then you can go sort by seller. Mm. And then, so I wanted to, I wanted to see what all that seller was selling. I saw that they had like three or four auctions up that kind of had the same kind of similar stuff. Mm-hmm. But the other auctions didn't really show ah. that much cards or anything in them. So I was like, okay, well, if this auction had like a survival and the fittest in it, maybe this other stuff probably has some good stuff in it too. I don't know. They're not really showing any of the cards or anything. So it's right. going to be kind of a swing and a miss. So ended up, I, I did bid on the survival of the fittest auction, but it went all the way up to like 500 bucks or something. Right. And Someone I was saw like, the fittest and they were like, Oh yeah. yeah I let's... think, I think I bid it up to like two fifty Cause I was like, you know, I mean the card's worth like 200 or so, I think. Or oh something. yeah. So I was like, I, you know, if I, if I strike out, I don't want to miss out on too much. So I don't know. 
So I didn't win that auction, but I was like, I'm going to try to win these other auctions though, just to be. So I won one auction for like a hundred and something dollars. Mm-hmm. It comes in and uh, my friend David, who I've, who I opened up my past stuff is out of town. And I was like, ah, I just had that itch to open up this stuff. Um, and so I went ahead and opened it up. Like the first starter deck I opened or whatever was just like, it was basically like, all right, it was a pre-constructed deck and they just like subbed in like one or two cards, but there was like an antiquities card that was worth like $20. And I was like, okay, I mean, this same a hundred dollars back, but it still is 20 bucks. And this is just the first thing. And I started opening up other stuff and I didn't really hit anything. I think, uh, in one deck there was a coat of arms, which is like 10 bucks or something. And so I was like, okay, the last deck I opened, I'm like, wow. right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hit this. You know, I gotta, hopefully I get something good out of this and I'm opening it up and I'm looking through, it's a stronghold deck box. It's, uh, called the sparkler. It's a pre-constructed deck. And I'm like, ah, oh, this, uh, hopefully this isn't just all pre-constructed stuff. So I'm looking through, it's like Island mountain. And I'm just like, it's like lands for the f- first, like six or seven cards. I'm like, oh my God, it's just, and then I reveal a volcanic Island and I'm like, Which what the shit gives a context. dual land. When is so it's a it's dual a land? Dual it was land last printed from, in like 94. Yeah. It was like a revised dual land. And this card is worth like six hundred and fifty bucks, seven hundred bucks on up. Um, and I'm all like, "What was it the in, hell? What was the condition?" Oh, it's mint. Oh like, my god! These cards are like pristine. Like, I don't even know if he shuffled the. De- I mean, it's like kind of crazy. Like, like it's kind of crazy how good these. And I was like, okay. I was like, oh man, at this point my hands are kind of shaking and everything. Yeah, and right. Because like, you still got a pile of cards behind yeah, that, right? And I, I go like maybe two or three cards further and there's three more duel of the volcanic islands. <laughs> and I'm just all like, holy sh I'm just like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Oh, I just got four duel lands. It's crazy. <laughs> and then I kept thumbing through it and I hit a time vault, which is like a $1,500 card. Oh my God. And, and I'm just all like, Oh my God. Like <laughs> this is unbelievable. And so like, I immediately like I, I finished looking through it. And I immediately like I'm like I'm shaking and everything, and I I immediately just call up David, and I'm, <laughs> I'm calling David, and it goes David, it, your like, friend who plays Magic yeah. the Gathering a lot and has for years and years and years. Yeah, and he has like you know he he has a huge collection. Uh, he's more into it than I am, um, and so like I, I'm calling him up, and it goes to like two rings and then voicemail. I'm like, this motherfucker going to voicemail. <laughs> And so I call him back again. And he's like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm like, "What's what's up? Why you, what's what do you need?" And I was like, "Dude, dude, 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 can you talk for just a minute? Can you talk for a minute?" I'm just like, "I'm like raving and stuff." I try to Facetime him. He's like in a bad part of Louisiana or something. He can't. I'm like, so I send him a picture. I'm like, "Dude, you guys see what I pulled? It's crazy!" Oh my god. Was this? I assume this is something that David has also been doing, like checking out Goodwill auctions. No, nah, he's too scared. He was. He's been like too scared to like. Like throw his money. He's, you know, oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's worried he's just gonna throw his money away. Which honestly, I mean, that's usually the case. Yeah. Uh, so I'll talk talk now about my horror stories of Shop Goodwill. How much? So, how much do you think you like accumulated eBay value of the cards off that off that auction? Oh, about thirty five hundred to four thousand. Okay. So I spent a hundred bucks. It's pretty good. <laughs> 
It's a pretty yeah. good payout. Ding, 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 ding. So I'll talk about the horror side of that. So there was, uh, I, I was like, okay, well, I'm up this amount of money. So I'm like, okay, I can kind of play with this. You know, I can, I can, I can, I can sell these cards off. I want to, and and take that money and reinvest it or whatever. Matt's going to be on, Matt's going to be on squid game in about five years. (laughs) And so I see this, I see this, this one site, uh, this one Goodwill, uh, that had listed a bunch of like stuff and they're like these debt boxes and are not debt boxes, but these storage boxes of like these, they got four dividers in them. So they got, you know, maybe like a hundred cards in each section. And then they, in the picture they spread out, they have like one, one screenshot had one, one picture had like a time spiral in it from Urza saga, which is mm. worth about $150. Mm-hmm. And then some other like vintage cards from like older sets and stuff. And I was like, Oh, maybe this is somebody's collection. They ended up getting donated. Right. And so I'm like, Oh, if, if you know, if, if this cards are in this, and I don't even know what could be in these these storage boxes and everything. So, you know, and so I bid it up. I probably bid up to like $800 for this. Because like there's $200 showing, you know, at least there. So like if that's part of it, who knows what's in there? Because it have all rares in this? Who knows? Come to find out, I think they planted that shit mm. in the picture. Because you get the, I looked in the, when I got the, and I told, I texted, I texted David after I won the auctions that I was worried that this was going to be the problem because the more I looked at it, the more I figured, well, they can't really, if you look at the pictures with them pulling out with the cards in front of it, the boxes are pretty full already. Mm -hmm. How did those cards get in there in the first place? Mm -hmm. Like how they get. And so like, yeah, I, and I got boxes, I got these storage cases in. And they were just like new cards, a lot of some lands, in yeah. there, you know, just basic lands. And I was like, there's no way this person had, you know, a time spiral, $150, $200 card and these cards in this box. Like, there's no way. There's no humanly possible way that they kept that in here. So I think, and I'm going to call them out, Goodwills, Goodwill, and Easter Seals, and uh, Minnesota, you fucked me over. <laughs> so, because who does the Goodwill list the auction or does yeah. the. Oh, yeah. well, that's yeah. fucking good on them, to be honest. Like, <laughs> that no, that person knows what the fuck they're doing. So I told I told David, I was like, I guess I, make, I gotta make a spreadsheet of all the different places that people that don't know about it and people that do know about it. Because. Some, 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 like if you go into Goodwill, you can see single dual lands being listed. So, like, oh. there are some Goodwills that know what they're doing, and there are some Goodwills that aren't sorting through their stuff. So, you have to just make a mental note of, like, all right, well, is this a Goodwill? Like, you go back and, like, look and see what other stuff they've sold. You can't really look at past auctions, but you got to look and see what they're currently selling and see if they're selling, like, singles or anything. Because like, some, some Goodwills will sell singles. Cause they know this shit's worth something. Mm-hmm. I th- I, I'm, I'm pretty sure like maybe some goodwills are smart and they actually go check eBay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, so the goodwill Easter sales in Minnesota, you fuck me. Mm-hmm. 
So are you are you are you done? Never. <laughs> I got thirty five hundred dollars to play through, baby. <laughs> have you have you have you started selling those cards, or are you like too nervous I told, to? I te- well, I texted David that I'll probably try to sell them, and he was like, "Well, I might be interested in getting them from you." Blah blah. blah. I was like, "Okay, <laughs> all right." <laughs> Yeah. So, because really, I mean, I told him I would trade them for like, you know, reserve reserve list cards too that are you know worth something that will never be printed again. Um, that way, they ensure their value. Because that's what dual lands and like the time ball survival of the fittest they're all on a reserve list, mm-hmm. which which means uh, Wizards of the Coast, the manufacturers of Magic the Gathering, won't reprint those cards in the future i'll be so honest from what i've their value what i've heard about wizards in the last two or three years and maybe i've only just heard like bitter takes but i'm kind of surprised they haven't broken their rule yeah on those cards <laughs> well they'll reprint the shit out of everything else but mm-hmm. um, what all uh, how how long is the reserve list is it uh, i mean i couldn't say i've never actually went and looked at it and is it is it just classic expensive cards or is there like everything from like the first three sets or something um no it's it's yeah i mean it goes all the way up past urza's destiny i think if i'm not mistaken hmm okay it does appear to be so okay so they specifically set this list up based on uh cards that had like significant value it looks like well, some of them, I mean, like, I mean, like, if you go, wow, shit, like, it goes, yeah, it goes through yeah. Exodus. Yeah. So. And it's got, what the hell? What is this list based on? Yeah, it's not, yeah. Yeah, because you can Exalted find, like. Exalted Dragon? Yeah, you can find, like, um, like, I think there's, like, some Fallen Empire stuff in there that's not really worth a damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Weird. Weird. What the fuck is this based on? Carnival of <laughs> Souls? What? I guess I need to read the rest of this article to understand what the hell's. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ah. All right. So anyway, so I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you know. I'll, uh. If I can't do well at the uh, in the stock market, maybe I can do well at the goodwill market. I don't know. Um. Well, just please don't, don't <laughs> please don't spend in the negative. At least, if you want to blow your nice four thousand some odd dollar haul, I guess that's. I guess you could do that. Yeah. So I'm uh, doing a reverse mortgage on my. <laughs> <laughs> I just need that. I just need that next win. I need the next hit. I wonder what the age, like minimum age, is for a reverse mortgage. Hmm. Because you just got to be like in the seventies. I imagine. A bank is willing to work with you on that. You just won't get a big payment. <laughs> right? 
like they would probably look at your age and they probably have some calculation to say that, okay, well. You must be at least 62 years or older. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait, well, this one says 55. I don't know. Was 62 the just like Google returned result? Yeah. Yeah, that shit's fucking faulty. But then this one says, besides being at least age 55, there is no maximum reverse mortgage age limit for applying for a reverse mortgage. (laughs) What if I'm 110? Well, sorry. We're worried you won't die soon, so we we can't give you one. (laughs) All right. Well, okay. Uh, let's see. Watching, still watching Why the Last Man. Uh, it's good. Uh, yeah. Watching Star Trek Lower Decks on mm-hmm. Paramount Plus. I like that. Uh, I, I saw Free Guy. Oh, yeah? Where did you yeah. see that? Is it is it on a streaming service at this point? No. Hmm. But I saw it. Okay. How was it? And it was okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like I haven't seen it, but I heard it's one of those. So, so there's, there's a type of movie. This is my jaded old movie watching ass where you see the print, you hear the premise and you're like, that's a pretty good premise. If they have fun with it, you know, if they don't muddle it up with a bunch of bullshit, um, if, you know, there's internal logic and has satisfying <laughs> writing and a, and, a, and, a, and a good conclusion and lots of fun, cool stuff happens. Uh, and then the unfortunate thing is that most of the time when there's a good premise like that, and I wish I could think of a different example, um, like a specific example. But most of the time, something like that, it gets muddled up with like stupid writing and a, and a, a story and plot that doesn't you don't really care about and doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And so the fun premise gets kind of set aside so that they can tell their silly story for 45, you know, three fourths of the movie. Yeah. That's kind of what I heard about that movie. And, and it was kind of, I listened to the slash film cast and they will do reviews and they will do the, like, what do you, what did you think about the movie and give general thoughts? And then they will go to spoilers. And if I think I'm going to see the movie, then I will skip the spoiler section, but they were so lukewarm on it. I was like, I'll listen to the spoiler section. And yeah, I just have, I don't have any interest in watching that movie now. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing to write home about. Yeah. That's a shame. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I didn't have high hopes for it anyways. When I first saw when the first trailer came out. Right. It was just like, Oh, Okay. Yeah, I mean, they've yet to make a, I guess Wreck-It Ralph was a pretty good quote-unquote video game movie. I enjoyed that. Yeah. But Pixels was terrible, right? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like there was another movie like Pixels that I'm not, I'm not coming up with at the moment. That was, you know, a a movie that's like. Player One. Yeah, I guess I would include that. I I didn't, I didn't love that. Yeah. Um, Oof. So, yeah, the, the, one of these days they're going to do this concept and it's going to be good. 
Maybe. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I shouldn't be so optimistic at this point. Yeah, I can't think of... Uh... I can't think of... Has there been a good video game movie? You mean as in like a movie about video games or a movie... I mean, obviously based Wizard on a was video good. Game. Oh, Wizard was pretty good. <laughs> or The Wizard. I mean... It's probably actually terrible. We saw it when we were kids, and I definitely have not seen it since the nineties. All right, and I'm the ju- I'm kid a- delivering California over <laughs> and over again. Masterpiece. Oh like, boy, Oscar award winning right there. The guy Nobody... putting on the the power glove and saying it's so bad. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> that movie has Christian Slater in it. Does it? Yeah. Is he the brother? The older brother, right? He is the he's the older brother. He's with the, yeah. he's with the dad chasing him the whole time, getting into getting into hijinks. And the dad was uh Oh, who is that dad? He was a character actor. I definitely I definitely seen him in stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, um Yeah, the Wonder Years relaunch. Um I was initially, you know, like oh god. Of course, they're making Wonder Years, but I was like, I you know, I watched it, and it definitely tells a different perspective. Um, the new Wonder Years, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's an all it's an all black cast, mm-hmm. and it's telling it from a from a, a black perspective, and it's like, yeah, I mean, like, I couldn't even like, has there been? I mean, a a story like that? I mean, like, has somebody talked about? how it was growing up, you know, what era is it set in the sixties? Oh, huh. Cause you know, wonder years were set in the late sixties, early seventies during Vietnam. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just cause it's, it's right after, I think it's like maybe, Right after the segregation or desegregation, I should say. You mean like after? Oh, yeah. So, like after the Civil Rights Act? Yeah. So, oh, I know it happened. The first episode uh, is is when Martin Luther King dies. Because it's like, oh, they're all they're all having their, their life. You know, they're doing whatever. And then. Somebody comes up and is like, I just want to tell you I'm sorry. And they're like, what for? And he's like, well, somebody just sh- shot Martin Luther King. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, a- I, can't, I can't imagine, like, you know, somebody being an activist for your for your race to for equality. And then, like, I mean, because we were white. We're white, Justin. I mean, like, okay. we don't have to worry. We haven't had to worry about that shit. Yeah. You haven't had to think about like somebody not being, not having the freedoms and people, you know, treating being a, shitty. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, we haven't like, living in a world where you're, you know, less than 10% of the, you know, you're, you're, you're 10% of the other guys, the other people. Yeah. And then like to have, to have somebody murder, you know, that, ideology almost you know like to to say you know uh, i just can't even fucking 
I can't even fathom like the emo the emotions and the stuff that you would have as as uh as a black person when when that when that news hit. Yeah. Like um but yeah, I highly I, I highly recommend to watch it for a different perspective on uh I hope I hope it will be uh inspirational to to you know, cuz when I when I think of Wonder Years, I think about, you know, watching it on the TV uh you know, primetime. <laughs> With yeah. my mom or something. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I hope that kids growing up in this generation will will be able to share that experience and maybe, you know, talk to their parents about, you know, how much of this, you know, growing up. Because I don't – it's interesting to think about, like, you know, people are, I guess, I guess about – they're being in their 30s right now. I guess if they had probably nine or ten-year-olds uh, – most likely, I say. I don't know. But, you know, how they grew up in the 90s mm. and, and I guess 80s would be too far because their kids are probably way older now, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of fucked that uh, the 80s would be too too long ago. Like, we're we're older. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're older than the adult in the Wonder Years <laughs> talking about his past, basically. So, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, you know, because I, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a, I highly recommend people watch it though. Hmm. What's it on? Hulu? Uh, yes, it's on Hulu. Okay. Who's, is it, is it, what network is, I guess it doesn't matter. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> right. Right. I could not tell you what network. Like, oh, is it on that one? I yeah. It's probably a I think it was a CBS show or ABC. I no no not gonna try to. Hmm. Not gonna try to guess on that. Um what else? That's about it, I guess. I don't think I've I think October is going to be a pretty good month for Netflix. Uh, I think a couple of things that I want to watch are coming out. Lock and Key Season 2 mm-hmm. is coming out this month. Um, another planet, I think, or another world or another life. I can't remember what the name It's on Netflix. I watched Season 1. It was really good. It's about uh, an alien race. Uh, something lands on Earth. And uh, in the first season, and we're trying to figure out what's going on with it. We launch a spaceship to go figure out where it came from. And so it's really good. I, I, I think it's called. It has. Um, and is this Invasion? No. No, that's not out yet. It's, it's called Another Life, I think. Let me look at my Netflix queue real quick. There's a bunch of kind of different sci-fi things going on and coming out right now. Yeah, it's another it's called Another Life. It hmm. comes out Thursday, season 2. Um, but it's it, I highly recommend watching that. Lock and Key comes out October 22nd. Um What the hell is this? League of Legends. 
It's a live action League of Legends. Live action? I think it's a animation. Oh, okay. I can't tell from the picture. Or it's CGI, you mean? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's animated. I started to go through and watch uh, Final Fantasy VII. Watch? Like, the game? Yeah. Oh. Just the cutscenes and everything. And like, uh-huh. I, so I made it. I made it. Did you ever play that game? The remake. Yeah. No, but I, I want to. Okay. Well, I mean, isn't it the same game? No. Is the first one? No. Oh, is it not? Yeah, no. So the original game was on three discs. And at the, I think. Well, I mean, the story and everything, is it not the same? No. I mean, well, no in two ways. So the, the first way that I was, that I was getting to is that the original game is on three discs and you leave the first city at the end of the first disc. This game, the remake ends at about the same place. And that's the whole game. Oh, uh, except that. So appearance. it's not a full remake then. No, no, it's a, it's a, it's like a part one remake. Um, and then, uh, apparently they got to squeeze out as much money as possible. <laughs> well, I will say from what I understand, like the way, I mean, they completely remade the game. It doesn't play anything like the original game. Um, and they're actually doing things with the storyline. I, I've, I, I do know about some things that happen at the end. They are, there's a good chance that the new game will like have a completely different story based on what they are doing with the story. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not quite the original game story. It's, it's almost more like a what if. Okay. Speaking of, we finished what if too. forgot about that. Oh yeah. 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 Did you like That's it? pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I still say that show got better as the episodes went on. Um, the last one was a, I mean, it was a little contrived. I feel like there's a lot of holes, like a lot yeah. of plot, like like loophole plot holes, loopholes that could be applied to that. But if you're just there to have fun and enjoy characters interacting, you know, you, you get you get that from it. I I enjoyed the big ridiculousness of it. <laughs> Yeah. Curious yeah, to good. see if any of that has any um what's the word I'm looking for? Any influences if any of that shows up in what Marvel is doing with uh the movies, you know, with, with where they're going with this phase. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I mean I, I think somebody was like, ah, oh, it's a sh- shame that the what if was like, I guess, you know, confined to the MCU that was already built. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I was like, I mean, yeah, but I mean, still, I mean, it, still. It, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's re- in reference to the MCU universe and the stuff that's happened. So it make it makes sense that they would do that. But Yeah. I agree. It would be, you know, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. I think it'd been fun if they would have brought in some other characters or at least made reference to some other characters in, in Marvel comics. 
Yeah. Oh. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I I what was it? Oh yeah, the they didn't like I, I need to watch a YouTube. I saw a YouTube thing where they wanted <coughs> to try to explain the um Tony Stark and what's her name? G- Gamora. Gamora. Yeah. Yeah, uh so according to uh comments on Reddit, apparently that was an episode that was supposed to be in the season that for some reason got delayed to season two. I don't know why. I don't know. It's kind of weird because it's just kind of hanging out there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll leave it at that then. Okay. I don't have anything else to talk about. Do you have anything else to talk about? I do not. Yeah. Um, did you, who was it? Somebody sent us a, a thing yesterday. Oh, it was about some, some guy supposedly winning a tournament, magic tournament being high on shrooms. Uh, oh yeah. Which apparently happened back like in 2015. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't see anything else here we're talking about on Netflix. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening. John Gruden, yeah. he's. I could have told you he was an awful person. Uh, <laughs> I saw that reply. What, what, what made you say that is just because you'd never liked John Gruden for some reason. Yeah. Just, or? just, yeah. It just, he comes off like that, that kind of guy, I guess to me, he's always come. I never off got like, that impression. That's I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't line up with you on that. Like, yeah, I really? don't, I, I feel, I mean, I feel like it's just cause you didn't like something about his personality. So you assumed. So you're like, yeah, of course he's a piece of shit. You know, like I don't, I don't remember ever hearing. It's not <laughs> yes. like he's gotten in trouble for things he said before that I recall. So, I mean, important white guy, important old white guy has terrible opinions. That part doesn't surprise me. Like in general, <laughs> you know, just I, I would not be surprised if there were if half the coaches in the league had similar thoughts. Um. But, uh, yeah, I don't, it wasn't like, yeah, of course I didn't, you know, (laughs) the thing that's fucked up about that whole situation. So I I guess to put some, um, some context. So John Gruden is, was an NFL head coach. And it turns out that in emails over time, he had, he was homophobic. He was transphobic. He was misogynistic. He used uh, gay slurs to describe like the the commissioner of the NFL, uh, just real like like hitting all the points. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, he was he thought that people that supported uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick should have been punished harsher, just like all all the bad stuff. And what's interesting about this is that the only reason this stuff came out is because the NFL is investigating the toxic culture at the uh, Washington football team, specifically under the ownership of Dan Snyder. And so 
I don't, I don't, I, I, apparently like some of this was leaked out of that. And, and now people are saying that in a way it's kind of, kind of fucked up because, you know, he didn't get, and we should say he wasn't fired, but it was like, I'm sure they asked for his resignation. Like officially oh, yeah. he he resigned, but I'm sure they asked for it. So interestingly enough, it wasn't until the stuff came out where he was calling, like, you know, the commissioner of the NFL and other and other people in the NFL, like, like talking shit about them in emails and calling them, you know, the F word and all this that he was effectively fired. And now people are like, yeah, he was a piece of shit and he had to go. But like the NFL basically has like blackmail against who knows how many number of people because these they've got like all these emails for years and years and years. I mean, I don't even know how these emails came up. I think they were emails that must have been, from my understanding, it was emails that were like sent to people at the Washington football team, you know, people, people that worked for them. So then the NFL, you know, was able to see these emails and then somehow they got leaked. And so now people are kind of conspiratorially saying that like maybe the NFL like maybe people at the NFL leaked these emails so that they would have a good reason to get rid of this guy who was talking shit about them, you know, which be kind of fucked up if that, if that's true, Uh, you know, and now people are like, well, now they've got all these, I I mean, the response to that of course is, well, don't be a homophobic, transphobic, misogynistic piece of shit, racist piece of shit in emails and you ain't got to worry about it, which True. Very, very much true. Yes, absolutely to that. There are people in the NFL that are not that and have nothing to worry about. At the same time, it's kind of, you have to wonder, like, how many emails do they have for, you know, of other people that are still in the NFL that have said similar things. But, like, you know, maybe they didn't talk shit to about the NFL commissioner, so maybe their stuff doesn't get leaked. (laughs) Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I was just like, uh, this guy. Uh, good riddance. I mean, yeah. No, yeah. no surprise. Yeah. No surprise and good riddance, says Matt. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? Is there? No. Okay. All right. We're done. Uh, thanks for this episode 449 of Outlandish Podcast. Like send us email, you can do so at letter at outlandishpodcast.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash outlandish podcast. You can follow us, uh, well, avoid the algorithm though. Avoid that algorithm on Facebook though. Don't, don't get caught up in that algorithm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, uh, I would encourage you not to interact yeah. with Facebook or us for any reason. <laughs> <laughs> don't interact with us. I mean, I well, no, I mean like, uh, like don't even, don't go to Facebook because we have a account there. I don't think it's managed at all. You know, just yeah. n- neither Matt nor I have active. Uh, Facebook accounts. We do not approve of the Facebooks. Uh, all right. Thanks for this episode 449. Oh, Twitter at Outlandish Cast, me Outlandish Matt, Justin Outlandish Beats. Uh, thanks for this 449, and we'll catch you on 450, Justin. Oof. Wow. I hit 450. Man, crazy. All right, thanks for the 449. We'll catch you at 450. Bye. Bye. Say, right, there you go. say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank, thank you. you for listening. Good enough.
Say, right, there you go. Say, so thank that, you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you for Outlandish. Good enough. It sounds normal. Thank you for listening to Outlandish. But I swear to you. Good enough. There you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. It's speeding up. Thank you it's, it's like speeding up. Good like, like right now it's speeding Thank up? Yes. It all sounds the same speed to me, man. Thank you are we are you leaving these <laughs> you're leaving these in, right? Thank you for listening <laughs> to Outlandish. We need some we need Thank some listener feedback. Lunish.